Welcome back to Let's Go Michigan with Jeff Sloan on WJR. Once again, with a 5,000-foot view of Michigan business and events, here's Jeff Sloan. All right, welcome back to Let's Go Michigan. Kristen and Mark here with me. Well, how about this, guys? You know, we are becoming more and more aware in life in general about mental health issues, how stress can affect us. But think about this. New studies show that, and it does kind of make sense, given how much time we spend at work, that actually conditions at work can affect not only your mental health, but actually your physical health as well. New article published by Jamie Ducharme. She's the health correspondent at Time Magazine. She's published an article in Time Magazine, how your job and workplace affect your health. And it's very timely for employees and employers both to understand this issue and perhaps even be inspired to make conditions better in order to take better care of our teams, our team members, and also we want people whistling to work every day. We don't want them coming in being all stressed out about having to go to work. I whistle to work every day, Yes, Jeff. well. Yeah, you're doing a good job. I've, thank you. That's very good. I see you smile a lot. That's a good thing. Yeah, I'm very happy. That's very good. Uh, Mark, you and I have our work cut out for us a bit, and uh, that's a subject for another day. But listen, as I said, we've got Jamie Ducharme on with us. She's highlighting this important subject matter. Jamie, welcome. Kind of tee this up for us. Tell us about what's going on at the workplace that is so impacting our mental and even our physical health these days. So like you, I sort of knew intuitively that stress in the workplace could affect your mental health. But I was quite surprised when I started looking into the data that there is actually a lot of research on how your workplace affects your physical health as well, and in some pretty serious ways. I mean, workplace policies and how you feel you are treated at work and how you are viewed at work can affect everything from your risk of cardiovascular disease to even potentially how long you live. So these are really serious issues, and I think things that not a lot of people consider when they are thinking about ways that they can improve their health. Yeah, I mean, that's really eye-opening. But then when you think about it, one doesn't think that I'm going to experience physical health conditions as a result of my experience at work. But as you think about it, and given the fact that we spend most of our time, I think, certainly most of our time outside the home, but maybe even most of our time across a given calendar, we spend it at work. Yeah, and a lot of us sit for our jobs. That We've is been given true. information about the effects of sitting at your computer all day, sitting for eight hours a day. But then also you've heard people that work the line, the physical... Wear and tear. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. absolutely. Mm -hmm. Well, Jamie, let's run down for us, if you will, kind of sort of the, the overarching, you know, uh, things that we need to be aware of uh, those things being the things that impact both our mental and physical health at work. Sure. So one of the really interesting trends that emerged from the research, something that comes up over and over again in studies, is that the amount of control people feel that they have over their work actually has a really strong bearing on both their mental and their physical well-being. And what I mean by control is feeling like you are the person to some extent or another making decisions about your time, the order in which you do your tasks, um, to some degree, which tasks you're doing, you know, when you can take your lunch break, all of these things that to, in some ways seem kind of simple and like they wouldn't be that important. They add up to a really powerful factor in determining um, how the stress of the workplace and the workload that you're faced with actually affects your well-being. So one of the most straightforward suggestions I got from experts was if you're a boss or a manager or someone in, in a position of power in a workplace, make it a point to give your employees some control over their time. Even if it's something as small as like, 
hey, when would you like to take lunch? Do you prefer to have an early lunch or a late lunch? Even small decisions like that can really help. Interesting. Um, another big one was finding meaning in your work. Again, kind of a clear impact on mental health, but there is actually some research that it affects physical well-being as well. So, you know, asking if you can for tasks that align with the stuff that you like to do, or if you're a manager, asking your employees what they enjoy doing and what they might want to be doing. That's also really important. Um, and then another big one I would mention is social support at work. I think a lot of people kind of groan when they get the like corporate happy hour invitation and it's not something that they want to do with their free time. But there are studies that show if you feel like you have strong social relationships in the workplace, that can affect everything from your risk of depression to potentially even your longevity. Let me understand that. If I have important social relationships at work, that affects my mental well-being. But as I thought about that issue, it was more like it creates social anxiety to some degree. When I think of myself going to work, I'm there to go to work, not to socialize. And when I'm put into situations where I have to socialize, sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes, and I'm not antisocial really in general, but sometimes being forced into a situation where I've got to go make small talk with people that otherwise are my colleagues at work, as I view them generally, that can be stressful. Yeah. And of course, people are different. You know, some people love to have friends at work. Other people, like it, it sounds like you are one of these, just kind of want to get in and do what they have to do and go home. And so I'm not necessarily saying you need to make a best friend for life at work, but there is a good amount of research that shows even small interactions, like let's say you were in a tough meeting, a colleague was having a tough time, you check in with them afterward to ask how they're doing. Something as simple as that actually can affect your overall health. And there's a rich body of research that social support in general affects health. So it, it actually does stand to reason that the same thing would be true in your workplace where you spend probably at least 40-ish hours a week. And we've seen that a lot now with the remote work. We've seen the importance of having social connections. And now that more and more people continue to be remote, I can absolutely see the effects that this is having on their mental health. Absolutely. Remote yeah, work yeah. Is, a, is a really interesting issue because there is some research that shows people do feel a little bit more isolated when they work from home or they miss out on some of that social contact that we're talking about. But then by the flip side, there's also research that shows flexible work hours or flexible work policies that let you decide from where and from when you do your work are good for you. Right. So it is all of this is a balance and it's hard to, you know, find the exact right mix of things. Right. And each individual is different and their needs and their body makeup is going to be different. So I can see there's pluses and minuses on both sides. Yeah. And I sure. think uh, I think going back to this notion of being recognized at work and really called out for doing a good job at work can be a very positive thing in people's lives. But the absence of it can actually lead to some level of greater stress that obviously then. And I think one of the recurring themes throughout is how and this is really interesting It underscores how mental health issues can actually contribute to, if not even create physical health issues and how these things lead to it. So being recognized at work, being rewarded, there was a study you highlighted in your article. Maybe tell us about that. Yeah, this study, the one that you're citing is actually the one that I read that made me want to write this article because I found the conclusion so interesting. What they found, they looked at a population of workers and they found that at least among men, interestingly, the same thing was not true among women, men who felt like they put in a lot of effort at work but were not properly recognized for it, either through pay or through you know verbal acknowledgement of good work or feeling like they had a good chance at being promoted, 
they had a 50% higher chance of developing heart disease than men who felt like they were appropriately recognized. That's unbelievable. I know. I was fascinated by that. That bottom line's it right there, doesn't it? Yeah. And to your point, I think people think about stress as purely a mental health condition or mental health, you know, risk factor, but there's so much research that shows that living under chronic amounts of stress can increase your risk of a whole range of chronic physical conditions. So it's definitely something to be taken seriously, both from a, you know, a worker's perspective, trying to reduce their own stress, and bosses should be motivated to create the conditions for their employees to thrive in the workplace. You know, I was just about to make that point, and you made it. You made it. I'm glad you did. <laughs> this is kind of a wake-up call, if you will both for employees who need to understand that given they spend much of their lives at work, if not the majority of it, in their waking hours anyway, that there are conditions at work that you may need to be aware of and may need to prepare for and may even need to, in whatever ways that you can control, work to amend in your favor to alleviate some of this stress that therefore otherwise would offset, you know, the various conditions that come on the back end of all the stress. But the point you made just now that I think is so important This is also a wake-up call for employers. I mean, employers obviously want to get the best out of their teams, the best out of their people on the staff, and creating a work environment that is conducive to healthy mental health conditions. And first, obviously, that starts with an awareness. Your article certainly helps us become aware of that, Jamie. It is a wake-up call, isn't it? Absolutely. I've written a number of articles that look at workplace health in various ways. And the conclusion is really always that it's not fair and not effective to put this all on workers to tell them, you know, you need to do yoga or you need to meditate and you need to find (laughs) ways to to cope with your stress. Because at the end of the day, in the vast majority of workplaces, it is managers and their managers above them who are deciding on workplace policies that affect people lower down. So it is really up to people in positions of power to be thinking about how they create workplace conditions that are healthy and rewarding and not not contributing to undue stress among the people who work for them. Absolutely. Really eye-opening, Jamie. Thank you so much. You know, it really is an important subject matter, especially in today's world where we're more open to considering recognizing and dealing with mental health issues and how, again, just putting a bow on all this, how that can lead to various physical health conditions that really not only put employees, colleagues at potential jeopardy, but also decay the quality of work that's being done for a given company that otherwise could be better with a few tweaks here and there and adjustments to the way companies are run, the way team members are managed, and just the general environment in which they operate. Listen, Jamie, thank you so much for being on and enlightening us. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Jamie Ducharme, health correspondent at Time Magazine. How your job and workplace affect your health. That just published in Time Magazine. Good information, important information. Kristen, you whistle to work every day, as you said, so maybe not so relevant to you, but for most of us. I think we would say, if you were asked on a questionnaire, do you find work stressful at times? Oh, gosh. You He's, know. Mark is such a homer. Oh, you know? totally. You got to love him. Gosh. He just tells you. That, that's why, yeah, yeah. We're, we're fortunate to have Mark around. That is for sure for many reasons. But yes. It was great research. It was a great article. Yeah. And I'm happy to kick off the year with thinking about this. And as yeah. a manager or as a boss, how we can make better choices for ourselves as well as our employees. Right on. And we love that you whistle to work every day. Just don't extend that to singing. No way. We'll, we'll keep it at the whistling. <laughs> and uh, we are going to head to a break and we'll be back with more right here on Let's Go Michigan.